Blood donations save lives. If anyone regularly donates blood, they know this. That blood donations are capable of saving a couple people's lives, perhaps even several people's lives. And if you know anything about blood banks, it seems like there's always a shortage. There's always need for more blood. What if there never had to be a blood shortage? What if blood banks didn't have to seek out blood because there was an overabundance of blood? What if one person's blood donation wasn't capable of saving just a couple people's lives, but was capable of saving the lives of everyone across the globe, not just in the present, but in the past and even to come in the future? Wouldn't that be amazing? Could there be such a person whose blood is capable of saving everyone's lives, past, present, and future? Perhaps it's a pipe dream. Perhaps blood banks would say, that's nice wishful thinking. But perhaps it's true. In today's gospel, we hear Jesus say that he will draw everyone to myself. And John says, and he said this indicating the kind of death he would die. There are so many special things about Jesus' death. You know, we might put a, a hashtag, hashtag, no, not an ordinary death, Jesus' death. Because it's not just death, it is a life-giving death. It is a death that leads to life for others. Elsewhere, earlier, Jesus talks about a grain of wheat that must die, and once it dies, it will produce much fruit, right? So we see that in nature, if we observe, there's this principle that death is the necessary condition for life. And if you ask a farmer or a gardener, they're well acquainted with this principle and reality. They see all the time organisms, living organisms, that die in order to give life to other organisms. And so this is the principle also at work for Jesus' death. It is not an ordinary death, but it is a life-giving death. Now, the unique thing about Jesus' blood donation is that while everyone else can make a blood donation and still continue to live, the reason why the most precious blood of Jesus is so precious and we ought to reverence it is because he must die. He must die in order to make that blood donation. You know that in the crucifixion accounts, there is this description, right? And anyone who's in the medical field would understand this. There's this poignant detail that points out that when Jesus' side is pierced, when his heart is pierced, at a certain point, blood and then water flows out. Why is that such an important detail? Well, water starts pouring out when there's no more blood left to be poured out. So it's this indication, this revelation, that Jesus has given every last drop of blood, so much to the point there's no more blood 
to be given. And that's why water comes out of his body. That is the totality of Jesus' sacrifice. It is a life-giving death, but Jesus, in order to make this donation, he actually must die. Now, in order to receive God's mercy for us, to experience his saving power, so that his life-giving death might be life-giving for us, what that requires is that there be no obstacles to receiving that mercy. What is really the only major obstacle to receiving God's mercy? It's actually unforgiveness. It's unforgiveness in the form of, a lot of people don't think about this, but unforgiveness towards myself and unforgiveness towards others. Perhaps regretfully, we know people who are very embittered and and still harbor a lot of unforgiveness in their hearts. Perhaps they can't forgive themselves, or perhaps there's something, someone, that they can't forgive. And if this is the case, perhaps it's us towards someone, or perhaps you know someone in this situation who has a lot of unforgiveness, that they're chained, that there's this diabolical bondage because they're not free. They're not free to relinquish this form of bondage. They experience this type of enslavement. And if they want to be freed of this, I would propose a very concrete devotion to the most precious blood of Jesus. Because one thesis statement that I would make is that it is impossible to have reverence and a deep devotion to the most precious blood of Jesus and at the same time harbor resentment in my heart either towards myself or towards someone else. And if someone still experiences this type of harboring, this deep resentment or hatred towards themselves or someone else, they have this form of unforgiveness and they say, well, no, but I still have a devotion to the most precious blood of Jesus, then I would invite them to enter into this prayer exercise. I would invite that soul or someone you know, I would say, I would invite you to place yourself at Calvary Place your imagination there and place yourself right under Jesus and his crucified body on the cross. And I want you to receive Jesus' precious blood pouring upon you, all over you. You're being bathed by the precious blood of Jesus. And if you still have this harboring, this resentment in your hearts, I then want you to spit upon Jesus. And I want you to spit upon his blood and say, Jesus... Nice try. You know, you went all out for me. You poured every last drop of your blood. And that's nice, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for this person against whom I still harbor resentment. So it wasn't enough to forgive this person. So thank you, Jesus, but it's not enough to save me. It would sound ludicrous for us to be able to say this, but what I'm trying to communicate is that if we really foster a devotion and a reverence for the precious blood of Jesus, more eloquent than the blood of Abel, the precious blood of Jesus that is not the blood of bullocks or goats in the Old Testament, it is the precious blood of the divine lamb, a life-saving death. That precious blood of Jesus is capable 
of obliterating all forms of bondage. It speaks of God's mercy. And if we are bathed in the precious blood of Jesus, we can't possibly persist in harboring that resentment and grudge in our life. We're going to relinquish ourselves to the saving power of Jesus' most precious blood. I don't know if you know this German woman. She's a Christian. Corey Ten Boom. Anyone know her? Corey Ten Boom. Highly recommend for you to look up her story. I believe I read her story for the first time in Chicken Noodle Soup for the Christian Soul, I believe. Extraordinary story of forgiveness. Another name that you ought to know, and she's living. Immaculee Ilabagiza. Does anyone know her? Right? Uh, she's a Catholic woman, a survivor of the Rwandan genocide. What's so beautiful about these two souls, Tori, Cory Ten Boom, and Immaculee Ilabagiza, is that they struggled. They really, really struggled with harboring resentments. Both of their families were murdered, were slaughtered by people, and they had an opportunity to confront these murders of their families. And for the longest time, they harbored such anger and hatred and resentments, and they were so chained by this type of resentments. But the healing power of Jesus' mercy was great enough to give them, step by step, the possibility of actually being able to forgive them. So if you know of someone who struggles with forgiveness, I would invite you to point them to these modern-day type saints. Because they're not modern-day type saints because they never struggled with unforgiveness. No. They struggled. And Jesus, step by step, led this on a journey of a transformation of bitter hatred to deep forgiveness in Jesus Christ. This is the power of Jesus' most precious blood. In the divine praises, in Eucharistic benediction, one of the divine praises is, Blessed be the blood of Jesus. Blessed be his most precious blood. And so on this Sunday, as I'm going to invite all of us to reverence the most precious blood of Jesus, that he went all out for us in pouring every last drop, And so that he might obliterate all forms of unforgiveness, all forms of bondage, everything that is an impediment in being able to receive his merciful blood for us. And I would just invite us, we're just going to conclude with that threefold prayer. Blessed be the most precious blood of Jesus. Blessed be the most precious blood of Jesus. Blessed be the most precious blood of Jesus. Amen.